0: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. BroomGate. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well,
3: I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. But I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot really a disloyal person this
0: is the cuse militia Now, no. those two unapologetically biased orange blooded homers sean and joe it's the most thing
1: i've seen in 30 years
2: welcome orange men and ladies happy tuesday this is the cuse militia with sean and joe at cuse militia on the socials go there join the militia thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us we appreciate all of you. This is your Albany Great Dane's preview show. We'll let you know yeah. what we think. And we'll go over last pre- last week's predictions and we'll make our predictions for this week. And it should be fantastic and close as always. So yeah. A couple of things quickly to mention. We're going to clean up from last week. We didn't want to go on and on and on and on last week. And there's a lot to go over. We are going to do a coach montage for this episode. Just some, again, uh, just some spillover from last week, basically. And with Coach Babers yesterday uh, during his press conference. So we're going to yeah. do that. I did, however, receive a DM from Q Waterboy, our buddy Anthony, and uh, I was. Uh, he told me to give him a call to, to talk about our thoughts, and he wanted to respond to what we had said about the fans in the dome. And from his perspective, give us some insight on some stuff being someone that lives in Syracuse. So, to your point, Joe, as far as you were talking about, I feel like this is worth mentioning just because. Right. From your perspective, how spontaneous, a spontaneous, you know, game, going to a game spontaneously, I should say, is a thing all over Syracuse. We did it growing up, whatever, when you're a teen or, you know, you get your license. No, and it was
1: especially basketball, but yeah.
2: Sure, but it's it still applies. But it's especially basketball. It's fair enough. So what we didn't know, really, is that... First of all, they're requiring a test or a negative test or vaccination, proof of vaccination from five and over, I believe he said. So five and up. And think about, like, if you want to bring your family there, what's, what kind of hoops you got to jump through for that? Right. You know what I mean? So uh, his gripe wasn't so much that, but the university, the dome, whatever, whatever. W- weren't really giving out too much information on how to get that done and the easiest way to do it, I guess, right? So if they want people there, maybe they should supply a little bit of information or do the, I think, the PCR test. I think that's the one that's the rapid test, whatever. You do those on site. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't know. But, you know, people were, he said people were trying to contact him because he's all over social media about it. And, you know, they just lack the information. So if they want to draw the crowd in, They're going to have to put a little effort towards it. And and let's be honest, my opinion, not his, those rules are absurd. Those are absurd rules. So, and go ahead and throw out, by the way, the fear thing. Because if those are the rules, you shouldn't be scared, right? I mean, you shouldn't be worried about it. It seems pretty safe to get in the dome. It's it, it. Everybody in there. Yeah, should be good, well, when I right? brought
1: that up, I more or less just said it as there's people that have basically gotten to the point where they're they've made a decision that they're not going to be going to events like this, concerts, oh, sure,
2: the Absolutely. fair,
1: stuff like that. It's not a that's not a weekend to weekend thing or a game to game thing. That's a, a decision that people have probably already made.
2: That's right, exactly. As well as a lot of other decisions at this point, people have made that they're probably not going to compromise on. So I hope to see more fans. I hope it gets easier for them. I hope the criteria to get in is a little bit easier. I think five and up is a little absurd and ridiculous to me. I mean, you can look at any stat from any legitimate website and they'll tell you that that is totally and completely wholly unnecessary.
1: So I mean, again, too, that really goes to, because I don't even know if you talked to him about that, but... Who knows what the ticket prices are? I mean, I know that there was some – when I was up there, there was some good season ticket, you know, but, I mean, we just did a renovation. Fans haven't been there for, like, over a year. Uh, inflation and all everything like that. So if you're talking about, you know, a family that wants to go to a game and they got to pay up on top of, well, we got to all go and get this test, you know what I mean? <laughs> So, and if you get some, one random kind of, because again, I'm not saying that there's a whole bunch of them out there. you know, there's really no facts to it, but there are some things as a false positive, right? So what if one person in the family gets a false positive?
2: Uh, they're all sitting home?
1: No, they can't, none of them go. So uh, there's a lot that goes into it. I think a lot right now <clears throat> looking at it is it's new, not a lot of information like uh like Waterboy said. And on top of that, too, I mean, it is Syracuse football. So, I mean, we have struggled, especially. Exactly. Historically speaking, it's a struggle. Yeah. And I know I brought it up because with me, it was more or less like I would get somebody that would hit me up on Saturday. Like, hey, I got a ticket. Hey, I got it. Right. Like, I didn't have it planned. Right. But most people that are going to the games, especially when it's football and it's every just once a week, usually you have it planned. But when you talk about basketball, sometimes you can have three or four games in a week. And that was really the spontaneous you know stuff and that's really where we're going to see hopefully there'll be enough information out there by that time um to where people know uh what to do and they're set up better as a university to help people be able to do those walk-up type things because like i I can't tell you how many times there was a seven o'clock basketball game and me and a buddy decided at five o'clock hey let's go up grab a couple beers tailgate and then go to the game right and because we have thirty thousand plus i mean Tickets are almost always available for walk-up, really, in both sports. But, again, like I said, it's more prevalent in basketball, more games a week, more games in the season. So um, I just hope they get it uh, sorted out by then.
2: Right. And also, here we are, you know, begging for fans, begging for fans. So I'm talking on both sides of my mouth, and I get, I get, you know, 30,000 fans in there. And, I, and I'm, I'm not complaining, but I comment on how I thought it would be more. So, I mean – I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, and I realize that my my expectations, I guess, were just set a little higher, just from being out of the dome for almost two years for a football game, And, yeah. and, and that's all it was in a new on. dome, then, right? Right. Right. But right, I think
1: right, sometimes too, I mean, we have to put into perspective too the fact that, like, I mean, we're diehards, right? I mean, we do a podcast, we've done a podcast for how many years, and neither of us live in Syracuse, so I think a little of it has to do with just that. That thing in the back, taking of our it for head. granted. Tell you, yeah, yeah, like the fact that you know we would we know that if we were there, you know we'd be out there tailgating with Waterboy, going to games with people that you know we list that listen, you know, drinking, tailgating with people that listen, drinking
2: right. so, uh, blue light seltzers with James playing cornhole,
1: right, or body armors with 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 Waterboy, right. Yeah. So, I mean, either way, uh, it doesn't really matter. Um, it would be obviously, you know more conducive to, obviously, the podcast that we do and our fandom. Absolutely. But obviously, there's other reasons why we aren't living we're there as well, right? So yes. I think that there's a little thing with us where it's like, oh, man, if I was there, I'd be going. And, like, why can't we get these fans, you know? So that's. I think that comes from a place of just us not living there. <laughs> it's, <laughs> so. just
2: miss- it's just missing it and, it, and it's the missing out, and it's the, you know, I can't understand why. You know, pe- more people aren't there. I could never understand why yeah, my mom, my listen, mom about won- how- didn't want to go. My mom ne- hated going to games. She'd rather go to Brad's or the Caboose in East Syracuse and watch the game. Watch the game. Right. Y- you know?
1: But think about it with us, right? I mean, we're so busy in our lives. So we sit here and, well, we can't go because, oh, we're in Virginia Beach and we're in Raleigh, right? But, like, what if <laughs> if we were there— and our lives were busy as hell, I mean, we'd be going through the same things that a lot of these fans go through as everyday stuff.
2: Absolutely. My, life,
1: my life's busy. Who knows if we'd even been able to go to that game, Sean? Uh,
2: yeah, well, right. And I mean, I've been in Virginia Beach for 20 years. 20 years I've been here. I moved here when I was 22 years old. I didn't have any kids. I didn't have a worry in the world. Did whatever I wanted, when I wanted. Lived in Liverpool, right down the road from the Dome. And, you know, things like that. My my wife did her undergrad there. You get student student tickets for five bucks or whatever it was at the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, you go have a good time. And you know what? I didn't go to every game then either. So shame on me. Uh, <laughs> and anything you want to wrap up, Joe uh, heading in, into the Albany game, I'm going to, we're going to do the coach montage. Maybe you can wrap it up then, but I just want to ask if you had anything to add before we did that. Before you do that, before you do that. Alright, real quick, let's talk about the Spotify Green Room. Alright, go there. Go to the iOS or Android store, download the Spotify Green Room app, sign up with a username, an email address, and a password, follow us at QS Militia or at Sean space Militia and what you can do is sign up for notifications i hear through the grapevine a little bit that some people are not getting the notifications but you got to sign up and try it first before you complain about it so go there sign up follow us maybe we'll follow you you don't you don't have to just follow us there's plenty of people to follow plenty of topics to indulge in and also you can do your own thing there so you can go live and have people chime in in your green room. You can get in there and talk. You can type. You don't have to request to speak, but you can request to speak. We can bring you on live during fan feedback every Sunday for the football season. And it'll usually happen around 8 o'clock Eastern is usually when fan feedback gets hit up on Sunday. So almost like yep. clockwork. So uh, go there, iOS or Android store. Download the app. Sign up. It's free. All you need is a username, an email address, and a password, and follow us, don't you, Wanna? Of course you do. Okay, D- your thoughts? Did you? Did you <laughs> sorry, I realized how long no, we were good. going here, and I, I had to get that in and get it over with. No, so go no ahead.
1: you're good. I, I, I think, and I was thinking about it today. Um, I saw, well, news: Ben Labrosse is. Oh um, yeah, he's uh, gone. Decided to leave the program. Yeah. Um. And, you know, I just started thinking about really, especially after these last two years and with all this uh, transfer portal stuff and everything, um, you know, these generation of college football players, everything like that, uh, it's just, I, I think for us it's going to be tough, I feel like, in the beginning of the the year for seasons to come. And I'm not saying that for one way or another, but just there's a lot of players that just they want to start or they want to leave. and. Um, that's not something that this coach really guarantees. It's all about playing on the field and everything like that. So I still think as bad as it sounds, you know, through two games, we're still trying to figure out, obviously we know the quarterback situation, but even in other positions, right, we're still trying to figure out, um, you know, are the older who wants guys to stay, who wants to leave and who wants to leave? Are the older guys going to be able to step? Because obviously, I mean, even looking at the receivers, we know we have young receivers that are a little bit bigger and I'm not saying they're better, but I mean, Sherrod Johnson and Queeley being out there, like I said, Queeley had a decent year last year. I know he can block and he's been out there, but I mean, Sherrod Johnson senior and everything like that, this is his year to kind of prove some things. And, um, you know, they, he kind of gives his trust and loyalty to the people to bend there um, and kind of work through it. They know the system and everything like that. Um, but, at some point, we're going to... I mean, there's going to be times in the season where he's going to have to go to certain people, you know? And I think that was a situation with Ben LeBros. He was named the starter. And so far in both games, I think that Jason Simmons has um, played him as far as plays That's and stuff a, like that. Uh, New so Mexico like,
2: State transfer or what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really know if it's, you know, he had an issue with the coach or, you know, he thought he should start, you know, saw the writing on the wall that he wasn't going to start anymore. But, um, you know, you see these things, and it just hurts because it's like, come on, you know. And you know, you wonder if that's the situation with Schrader and Devito, and you never know what's going on, but and, you know, conversations behind closed doors and everything. So, um, but you know, based on, I don't know, it's
2: well, we'll we'll get into that. and That's in the montage. Yeah, it's, and we can... it's
1: yeah, it's 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 tough. Um, but uh, one of the things that I did notice that I don't think we talked about was, um, you know, McKinnon and Williams is back, but I didn't see Kingsley Jonathan out there. Um, and, uh, so that's one guy. Um, Okachekwu, I think his name is, uh, I, I might've butchered that, but
2: yeah, either way, that's close.
1: he came in and, and he's been playing really well this year. I, I like the progress, uh, with him. Um, and obviously you, you can't really complain with how the defense, um, really played. So hopefully those guys can get better. Garrett Williams and, and Kingsley Jonathan and those guys can get better, um, and in time for the Liberty game, whether they play this week or not, but yeah, I just it just when you go back and look at it, it's just it's it's one of those things where we could have won. And I saw that you actually posted the whole the first fumble, the Tosh Harris, and you finally saw what I was talking about. Um
2: Yeah, I uh, I I went and found a video and I just screenshotted the moment his knee hit the ground and I mean he clearly has the ball. That's a bad, bad, bad call. And right. uh you know it's yep. unfortunate, but you can't get you can't let the refs beat you either. You gotta do enough to where that can't affect your game. Right?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, so, but the way they were moving the ball there, um, Oh,
2: it was a momentum killer for sure.
1: There was a bunch of momentum killers yeah. that led to well, you that know, was a big not one. only us not scoring, but the other team scoring. That, so that's why it was tough. That
2: was inside the ten yard line that fumble too. So I mean yep. that was like a, right at
1: the five, yeah, yeah. So
2: so all right. Well, real quick, let's take a listen to what Coach – had to say Monday in his Albany pregame presser.
3: I think when it comes down to the quarterback position, a lot of times things are, uh, you know, they get too much of the credit and they get too much of the blame. But I definitely think that we still want to see both of those guys. We're, we're looking to score points. Points is the thing that we need to get done. And until we're totally 100% sure on who it is, we need to keep letting them compete. If you have two quarterbacks and you don't know which one you're going to play, how do you decide when you're going to play and who you're not going to play? Okay, so what we did is we decided we were going to play him in the second quarter, no matter what. The previous game, we went by field and then we got him late and we didn't get an opportunity to see. We want to see him out on the field. To do that, you have to make a commitment to do that.
0: What's
3: the prognosis for Gary? Uh I haven't had a chance to see him since the game. I'm sure he'll be okay. Garrett's one of those guys that's extremely tough. He, he really is. He is, he, he has an old school mentality about him and he is all team first. If he can go, he'll go. So uh, I expect him out there. And that's the that's truthful answer. Not a, not a
0: long term deal here. I don't
3: think so. Yeah. I'm
0: gonna ask about Dakota Davis, maybe the other higher, higher profile uh, injury situation what can you tell us about what he's been
3: able to do since camp ended and how close he has to playing? I think he's very, very close, and we'll be exciting to see what he can do this week.
0: We know that you,
3: Albany, struggles to score points. Albany tr- struggles to score points. Yes. Okay.
0: What is the defense
3: mentality going into that game? Well, based off of what their meeting looked like the other day, they're gonna, they don't care who they're playing. You know, They have a standard, and they're not going to lower their standard for anybody. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they do because they seem like they're truly committed on that statement. You know, uh, what do you need to see to make a change to a trigger? My biggest thing is I want somebody to win it on the field. Okay, quarterbacks, you can practice. They don't get hit, they don't get touched. Okay, and if I made them live in practice and they got hurt, boy, there'd be a lot of cameras in here. You know what I mean? So you've got to put them on the field and you got to let them do it on the field and they need to win it on the field, you know? What they say in Gladiator, Maximus, win the crowd, win your freedom. Okay, they need to win it on the field. Take the community, take the team, win it on the field, remove all doubt. Don't leave the decision up to me because eventually I will make the decision. So they need to get it done soon. Uh, are you worried that if you don't
0: play Garrett, you would you know, theoretically consider winning? You know what I mean? When you bring someone in in today's day and age of guys being able to move, is that a part
3: of it? If you're, if you're, if you're considered... It has nothing to do with people leaving. You, you have to play the best guy. If you don't play the best guy, the team gets mad. So you play the best guy, and then if you're not the best guy, and it has nothing to do with quarterbacks, you can be a tailback, you can be a linebacker, you can be a DB. If you're not the starter and, and you feel like you can go play somewhere else with the transfer portal and the way rules have been changed, you can leave and take your opportunity somewhere else. We don't want you to leave. We think you should stay here and work and, and work for it. But if you want to go somewhere where you're guaranteed a starter somewhere, then you have the option to do that. All
2: right, Joe, let's start with Garrett Williams and Dakota Davis. Obviously, we didn't hear anything there about Kingsley Jonathan. um, But, um, you know, Stephen Bailey's pretty – he's an injury hawk. So so I don't know if it's just a good sign for what's going on with Kingsley Jonathan or not. But, uh, like you said, I don't remember seeing him either. Plus, he didn't hit the stat sheet, so – uh, it sounds promising for both players, and usually, if you sense positivity, that's a good thing. Because if it's bad, all you sense is a the wall. You get the wall, and you get mm-hmm. the and you get the vagary. So both of those going into the Albany game sound good. Now, do we wait another week just because it's Albany? I don't know. Maybe no. I, I mean, well, I'm just saying it just depends on what it is, right? So. What I'm saying is, is it's a good sign, regardless. Yeah, I mean, if it's, it's, if it's, a it's good Albany sign. or Liberty,
1: right? Knowing Dino, um, especially with his pressures and stuff like that, he doesn't box himself in corners. He doesn't answer the right or the wrong. You know what I mean? He doesn't he doesn't answer the wrong questions. So, no, um, well, that's arguable. Uh, well, the, at the well, end of the day, <laughs> like I said, um, it's it's Albany number one. He never really shows his hand. So he's not going to, you know, come out and say that they're not going to play number one. Um, and then number two, you know, the players, they listen to this stuff too. Very easily accessible on social media. So Uh, yeah, YouTube, you you know, and then on on a Monday, you're not going to come out and talk about, yeah, we're probably going to sit Garrett. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to say that kind of stuff. So he said the right things. And at the end of the day, uh, You know, like he always says, he's not a doctor. He's going to leave it up to the medical staff. And um, I see a situation where if Dakota Davis can go, this would be the perfect team for him to go get in there, get reps, maybe not start, but maybe play the second half, something like that, or just get a little bit in and then get him out of there. Um, Just because he hasn't seen any reps, like live game reps. Uh, As far as Garrett Williams goes, I mean, I think it would be really stupid to, um, to, I mean, I don't know his injury. But any type of little easy thing that doesn't require surgery or isn't, like, weeks or months, like, those are just tweaks away from being that. So, um, and, you you know, sometimes you see players, I think, you know, we saw Troy Williams last year do that, where he, you know, kind of played, he even played that one game where his dad didn't want him to, yeah. and he went in there and he retweaked his shoulder, retweaked it, you know, if you don't give those things time, even if it's just a week and a half or two... You know take advantage of that let it get healthy Then uh, um, It just you just re injure it and then you could Re injure it even worse to where you're out For longer like Trill did and He just said all right well I'm just going to sit I mean Garrett Williams um I mean he could do that same exact thing If he ends up getting this injury where it's Like nagging and You know or it gets Worse then he might just say I'm Just going to sit out the rest of the year get ready for the drafts Right um, I don't want to so
2: I don't want to Put myself at a disadvantage and Right. So
1: you're, you're not going to come out and oppose an oppressor and say that he's not playing, you know, and he said good things about him. Um, and yeah, he's, he's going to say that, but when it comes down to it it's Albany, uh, it's a D one double a opponent. And, um, I mean, I thought our corners, they held our own. And I think that we should be able to maybe play a couple younger corners. I mean, I know Deuce Chestnut's young and he's starting on the other end, but you know, the other guys behind him, Colt, you know, Adrian Cole, and uh none and neil Nunn, some some of those guys so i really don't expect garrett williams and if i was the coach i would make sure that he's 100 or not 100 but if it was me and i knew he wasn't 100 then you'd be sitting and getting ready for liberty okay but dakota davis you got to kind of give i mean a couple reps here and there because he hasn't really unless he can't go
2: right right i mean if he can go plug him in period It'd yeah, be a good game like- for him to, to get acclimated. Get some reps. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the whole quarterback thing, which this is this is going to be a thing. Post-game heading into games, post-game heading into games, as long as it is a mystery, it is going to be the biggest topic surrounding this team and this coach and these players. So he still wants to see both guys. He's He wants to be 100% sure. He's not 100% sure. Um you know you, they talked a little bit about um uh, winning on the field and removing all doubt. We've heard this from the beginning, right? Black or white. So uh-huh. I don't have much commentary on this other than what we talked about and I'll reiterate and then I'm done. But I want to see Garrett Traders get the start against Albany because if they start to veto it in my opinion if he wants to see both guys on the field. I mean, Garrett Traders played four series I mean, Three. one, well, four all together, right? And one was garbage time, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, four series all together in two games, and if he wants to see what he can do to remove all doubt, well, we've got to give him more reps, and Albany's going to be the place to do it or the the, yeah. the game to do it at home. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, now there's a question presented by Stephen Bailey about Garrett leaving, you know, and playing the best guy and stuff like that. So. This is what reporters do, I guess. You know, they put that that speculation out there. Like I said, like I said, coming into the season in general, I would feel bad if either one of these guys left. Um, Garrett, obviously going getting here through the transfer portal, and then if he decided to leave. That would be seem like a waste. I'd feel bad for that. And obviously Tommy DeVito, he's been here, what is his fifth year. And if something happened there, which I don't see it happening, but if something did happen, obviously I would feel terrible there too. So it's just a weird situation. I want it to be over. I think things like this don't help the team. I don't think they help the players. And I don't think it helps the coaches either. I mean, the the whole thing is a mess and it needs to get figured out, bottom line, in my opinion. So
1: – yeah. No, you have to figure it out before ACC play, that's for sure. Um, And the problem is, is that sometimes you really can't figure it out against the D1AA school. All you can really do is just get reps. Um, So, again, we've seen what DeVito could do. Uh, And I listened to the Lockdown, you know, podcast. They talked about this. One of the guys, he's still kind of up in the air with Schrader, still wants to see what he can do. The other guy is completely – he doesn't understand, like, he he doesn't see it. He doesn't like – schrader's throwing motion and um i mean i just don't know
2: we haven't hardly seen any throwing motions
1: well yeah he's got a little hitch in there like it's a little but again you remember philip rivers you remember stuff like sometimes messing with people's natural way that they've thrown for the rest of their whole life like you know sometimes messes with it even more and really doesn't help it hurts more so um i saw on that last drive going and again, it's tough because it was going against prevent, but the throw that he had to the sideline against Sherrod Johnson, there was somebody there. They were, they weren't trying to stop him from getting to the sideline, you know um, the throw he had to Tash Harris when he was rolling out to the right. Um, just the way that he ran that one ball. I know that if he played a full game, then he would be able to actually help with the running game. Um, so, I mean, he's no Derek again, Carr.
2: We saw what Derek Carr did last night. It was uh, truly yeah, amazing. No.
1: So. But but at the end of the day, he still hasn't gone into – neither of them have gone and taken the job. And you can tell, I think well, – Hold
2: look- on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Has Garrett Trader had a legitimate opportunity to show – to go out there and take the job, though. That's no. my point. No, he hasn't. That's my point. But there's we, a
1: reason for that. And that's, I think, the one thing is is that because DeVito does know the offense and does know that stuff, you wonder if it's just he's kind of holding on, waiting for Schrader it, so, to for the light bulb to come on, so to speak. You know, we don't see what practice is. I understand. But at the that. end of the day, we do understand that there's something that Bay sees in him. Obviously. That is, not, that is not allowing him to say, okay, Tommy's the starter, right?
2: Okay. Fair enough. Okay, but he's still hanging on to it at this point, and he's still talking the way he was talking in the beginning of the year. And so it's time to – and I don't like to toss a ton of um, criticism at coaches, but it's time to, to do it. Just Let's just do it. Stop talking about it. We're two games in. We're going into the third. We got a, a tough game against Liberty. Like, let's do let's do this. Wait, make a decision. It's time. Let the dude I do it. I
1: mean, the, I think that's a sink or swim. Right. Yes. I mean, yes, let's do it. That's really what it is. Throw him out in Albany. Let's see what happens. If he looks outstanding and we blow him out, which probably both quarterbacks could do. But if he does, then maybe that gives you the confidence to say, okay, well, then maybe we start Garrett against uh, Liberty, see what he really has and give him a half. And if he just stinks the place up.
2: Oh, then Tommy we'll all know and we'll stop talking about it and we'll know.
1: Exactly. That's the point. Yes. Because the problem is, is that, again, listening to the Lock, Lockdown podcast, they had a problem with the way that he did that because a lot of times when you have things scripted, like, okay, Tommy's going to do first quarter, you're going to do second quarter. Well, you know, there's some people that thought that Tommy was playing pretty good in the first quarter. I mean, I felt he like
2: was, he was in a rhythm, but the score was 0 0.
1: 0 0. But we had that fumble. And obviously there was the, you know, there's a defensive. Um, you know match up but uh by the way
2: to be fair coach did say he was asked does it take quarterbacks out of the rhythm when you trade them in and out like this during a game and he was like yeah of
1: course well yeah and that's and then again too that's the one thing is is that when you look at a fan not looking at the the coaching way because the coach is trying to figure out how am i going to salvage this season who's going to be the best guy to keep my job right you're not looking at like to what Stephen Bailey said. Are you worried about Garrett leaving? No, he's not worried about Garrett leaving. He's worried about doing the best he can so he can keep his job this year. Right. So he's not worried about that. You're not going to start a guy who's not going to give you and You're going to start a guy and you're going to lose and then get fired. Like, no. So, I mean, that's the mentality of it. But the mentality of the fan is, OK, DeVito was in a rhythm. Right. Some people thought he was in a rhythm. They took him out. They brought Schrader in. I thought Not he was Schrader.
2: managing the game. He was comfortable. He wasn't making mistakes.
1: Right. Like, Schrader, but, but then you look at it, as, again, as just a basic fan. Okay, now you're bringing Schrader. Okay, these first two, uh, two drives sucked, right? And yeah, then all of a sudden, yeah, he yeah. puts that drive together at the end of the half, and you're like, oh, okay, he's starting to get something. He's starting to see something.
2: He's starting to get in a rhythm.
1: Right. So now <laughs> you go to halftime, start of the third quarter, here comes Tommy. And now Tommy is completely out of his rhythm that he had in the first quarter. And you didn't take advantage of the rhythm that Schrader had at the end of the second quarter to go into the third quarter. So then you end up with this second half shit show. And again, that's kind of alluding to, you know, that's what the guys on lockdown were talking about. Um, that was the conversation. And um, that was, I'm sure, a conversation of a lot of fans wondering why i told you my buddy sabo he hit me up at halftime was like why did they pull devito uh he was sitting with a bunch of devito family members and they were asking they're like what's going on so
2: but everybody
1: game he can't get the news so he texts me to tell you know because you know the announcers are talking about it so i get to give him the information that he can't hear obviously at a live game so um that whole thing i didn't think they didn't leave a good taste in 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 the, um, the fans' mouths, for sure. So, like you said, I think this is the perfect timing for exactly the situation that we spoke. You just got to give oh, it to Schrader, because who knows? You know, Maybe Schrader can't do it against Albany, and you got to bring in DeVito, and now you know, right? Or if Schrader tears him up, like we said, okay, start Schrader but you're like Schrader is still in a conversation for a reason. And we're, we have yet to see this reason because I and, think
2: the, the skills, I think coach thinks the skill set is there. I think coach thinks of what a lot of us think or speculate. And he just doesn't know. He's not a hundred percent confident in him in the system. And Tommy is his security blanket. As far as the system goes, he just, no, he just, just has tells more me trust.
1: He, that just tells me he thinks he knows what DeVito's Ceiling is, and he thinks the ceiling for Schrader is higher. It's just, it's just learning the system right now. Well, right now the floor for Devito might be, might be higher than Schrader's. So, and like you said, learning the system. So, I mean, if Schrader plays against Albany he kills it, yeah. But I mean, there might be a situation where he could maybe manage a game or pr- make worse mistakes just because he's not ready or he doesn't know the playbook. So, um, we don't know. Behind closed doors All we know is that He's got something That's still Keeping him in the conversation Considering that he's only Had four drives And has put up zero points
2: Right True I just Let's do it I hope we only have to Talk about this Maybe one more time After the Albany game It
1: would, it would do nothing Nothing for the fan base And nothing for the Coaching staff Or anybody To put DeVito in there And watch him light up Albany like we know <laughs> no, That he kid, can do I
2: would be so pissed It would make zero sense
1: Magnus yeah, Exactly Yeah, yeah
2: um all right Joe We're
1: see something different I'm sure
2: all right Joe as I was saying Syracuse is gonna face Albany this game will be a noon game in the Dome and I do not have the television in front of me, but I believe it is on the ACC network, which just totally sucked. Thank God it's the first game this week, I
1: suppose. Oh, because oh, we had to sit there and watch the end of Illinois Virginia, debacle. which was
2: a free forty-two to fourteen, and we—I mean, yeah. geez, what a joke the last that
0: five was!
1: Minutes
2: took 20, come like, on, throwing penalties still—it's like yeah,
1: come on, we're still trying to score, and I'm like. Dude, you got to do better ACC Network. Oh, my gosh. the damn channel. Not everyone has ACC Network Extra. And if this is how you're going to try to coerce us to get it, well, then it ain't going to work.
2: So, listen, ACC Network Extra. I got to be honest. Maybe I'm just ignorant. I don't know what the hell that is. I just go to the ESPN Plus app.
1: That's an extra ten dollar charge. It's five. Yeah, well, it's
2: five. But listen, well. I don't get ACC network extra either. Or maybe I can buy it, but I can't I couldn't find it. So
1: but is it it is on ESPN Plus?
2: Yes. Yes. And so the but here's the kicker with that. I tried and tried and tried. Every time I clicked on this game as I'm watching time tick off the clock in the play by play, it's telling me, oh, this game is not ready to start yet. It starts at two. Well, it's two twenty. So yeah. why won't it this game play? Then, it, then it plays. It. I finally get it to play on the ESPN plus app and I'm watching it on my phone and I'm finally calmed down. I'm finally calm and I'm finally content. I'm watching the
1: game. Come on ESPN. And then it freaks then affiliate it, ACC network. No, like, you guys got it. enough money. Clean it up.
2: Come oh, on. Clean the whole thing up. And so I finally get it on my phone and I'm content. And then, you know, I, I go back outside and, and, and the game's ended. So I spent that whole time trying to get it on my phone. It's so, it was so dumb. It's so infuriating. And, um, you know, I scared the dogs and everything. That's how pissed off I was. So, uh, look, not a ton of stuff out there about university of Albany down the road in state, you know, competition. I wouldn't call it a rivalry, but obviously, uh, this would not be cool. F- no, absolutely not. But it is an in-state competition. And obviously uh, with Albany coming into the dome, that's gotta be pretty cool for them. You know, to see what they can do against against a D1 school in Syracuse. So, a couple of things they did have a fall season. Air fingers quote um, that, or excuse me, a spring season. Air fingers quote that was basically a pickup from last year. Correct, Joe? I have that right, right? So yes. So they played a few games. They ended up actually opting out of some of those games towards the end because their quarterback under Cuffler, which is a cool ass name. Uh, he was, <laughs> he was injured and they had a couple other injuries, I think. And they just decided, you know what, we've got to get ready for fall ball and we have to get rested up. So I didn't know that the spring football season was a thing and uh shame on me because I would have watched it,
1: you know, be, just, be- yeah, because- no, that was when D one AA did their season.
2: Yes. So, anyways, you I mentioned uh, under Cuffler. He's the redshirt sophomore quarterback, and he's you know he seems pretty decent. He had in last uh, last game twenty completions, thirty six attempts, fifty one yard long, and one touchdown. Uh, he's got two interceptions on the year. The Great Danes are zero two. They got beat by what was it? North Dakota State and. Rhode Island. Uh, Rhode Island, and they they lost both of those games. The last game they played, Rhode Island, was at home. They lost that. They actually lost it on like a uh, a field goal or botched field goal or something. So um, there's a couple guys on defense. There's two red shirt freshmen. Linebacker Jackson Ambush. He's got 18 total tackles, eight solo in two games. And then red shirt freshman Jared Verse. He's a defensive lineman. Um, he's got 10 total, six, six solo in a sack and, um, a fumble, a forced fumble. So a couple of young guys in there mixing it up, but under Kuffler, I mean, he's, you know, he's their guy, Carl Mofor, he's there. He's supposed to be this like a very exciting running back, but so far this year, he's got 2.9 yards of carry on 37 attempts for a total of 97 yards. And he was mm-hmm. he he was named to 2021 CAA preseason All Conference and in stats FCS preseason All American second team. He also was named to the 2021 Walter Payton Award watch list. So he's got some talent. He's just struggled so far this year. And I you know I couldn't find anything on him what it could have been or what it any speculation on it. But. Um, you know he's their bell cow in in behind the quarterback. So, Joe, it's tough to put this team into perspective, but they're zero two in D one double A play, right? So, yeah, um, n- you know, I'm not trying to poo poo this team, but I mean, you know, we're, we're getting a gimme here. We're getting a scrimmage, okay? And uh, Syracuse better make the most of it. They want to try some things or whatever they want to do, uh, but. I don't. I just don't see this as being legitimate competition. I'm sorry. I don't.
1: No, and it really shouldn't be. If it does, then we're really <laughs> we're gonna have problems the rest of the season. <laughs> Can um, you
2: imagine the fans after that?
1: Oh god. Oh, yeah. Man. No. I mean, you're talking about a team that scored what 20 points in two games. Um, I think they had. But first game against North Dakota State, they had 205 total yards. Um, And against Rhode Island, they had 215 total yards. Uh, They got 14 penalties uh, in two games. Uh, Quarterback's been sacked eight times. And again, you talked about the running back, who's a good running back, which means it just tells me how bad their line is. Um, They do have um, a decent receiver. Uh, He's caught seven balls for think, what, 148 yards and a touchdown, Roy Alexander. But, uh, I mean, under Cuffler, he's, he's averaging pretty much 175 yards past him with the touchdown and an interception and four sacks every game. And this is against uh, D1AA. Um, so, and you heard in the coach montage that there was a reporter that did, you know, mention that Albany kind of struggles to score. And, again, well, they, they struggle better score. Really struggle. In, right. So... Um, they barely broke 200 against D1AA schools, so really I'm not worried about their offense whatsoever. Uh, their offensive line obviously doesn't look good if they got a guy that's, you know, preseason first team and he's only averaging not even like, two and a half yards a uh, carry, two point six something like that. So uh, I don't really see or foresee their offense putting up a lot of points. Uh, I will kind of give kudos because North Count North Dakota State is perennially like in decent the. Well, the D1AA, like national championship right. hunt, so to speak, right? I mean, right. they have quarterbacks, they have quarterbacks so in the NFL. They're ranked
2: 14th, I mean, right?
1: Uh, um, right. I mean, but D1 that's D1 like a, a. D1-AA powerhouse. Carson right. Wentz went there. Trey Lance uh, just got drafted uh, to San Francisco. Um, so I mean, they put guys in the NFL at a D1-AA level, and they've won multiple uh, national championships there. So to hold them to 28 to six, and then Rhode Island 16 to 14, it uh, does tell me it looks like their defense uh, is a little bit more legit. Now North, Carolina, North Dakota State did put up like 387 on offense but that does look like the strength of their team. Um, so if there is something, you know, it's, it's looking out to see what our offense does against this defense. Um, but I don't think, I mean, there's not a way that they're going to eventually slow us down, even if they play up and they play out of their minds and keep it close, uh, second, second half, you know, third quarter and fourth quarter are, uh, our size and just the D one, you know, power five type thing is it's going to, I mean, unless we literally, I mean, just stink it up. I'm talking multiple penalties, turnovers, giving their defenses, touchdowns, stuff like that. Cause their offense, I mean, I would be surprised if their offense scored more than 20 points against this defense. If they do, it's because they're going against our second or third string at the end of the game, because we're killing them by that much.
2: Right. And I mean, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Our defense should have a field day. Uh first of all, we should. they they should yeah. get they... Third,
1: third downs. I think they're like 5 for like 28 or something for the season. Like it's Uh yeah, I had I mean, some there's... of
2: that on here. I had some of that on here. Um There is a DB. Did you ever did even... you watch the last condensed game or anything or did you just uh was... Well, I couldn't
1: find it. Okay. Yeah, because it's not really hard to find.
2: One. I mean, they you know, we're talking about not even putting their pictures
1: uh, next yeah, they don't to even their have stat pictures. line on ESPN. They stats on ESPN. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know if I want to watch a condensed game of a 16-14 Rhode Island. And <laughs> so they're, the only time they put it's defenses... five minutes long.
2: The oh. only time they put defensive stats on ESPN is when they play a D1 school. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's nothing there yep. for the defense. So what I had to do is look at both box scores and just see kind of what it looked like for the defense, which was difficult in itself and read their their literature out of the right. U Albany website so
1: uh, I'm just saying I wouldn't want to be Albany this week I'm sure the college no is, hell know, no this should be a SUNY SUNY Albany like that's great I'm <laughs> sure you're gonna get paid great for this but I would not want to be on the back end of this game I, uh, especially yeah. you know knowing what's going on with you know the, the conversations and the meetings and you know that the, all those players in that locker room, all the coaches they know that they should be two and L and it's mostly their fault that they're not. So yeah, good luck Albany.
2: Yeah, seriously, you know, there's never a time where I feel bad for a team that Syracuse needs to put out an old fashioned ass whooping and just take him out behind the woodshed and beat the snot out of them. And, yeah. uh, A little bit of a confidence booster and, you know, something along those lines is exactly, I think, what Syracuse needs.
1: Yeah, this isn't going to be a Syracuse Villanova barn burner like we saw, what, like 560s, whatever, how many years ago. Um, This is going to be that kind of exactly what you just said. And, uh, you know, I hope that the fans, they show up, but they don't really need to. But, again, you know, for the support and everything, well, I just you think we got to go out there and just do what we know we need to do to get the fans excited.
2: Yeah, for later I think games so too.
1: hopefully, hopefully, get the players excited and get that confidence. That's
2: back. what I was gonna say. The fans. It doesn't take much for the fans to be excited. It doesn't take much for the fans to not be excited as well. That's a fan. So, mm-hmm. so. Well, I
1: mean, and that's it, that's where I liked where Dino's what Dino was in this presser. Cause you heard him say like, you got to win their confidence. You got to win their trust. Like when he brought up the whole thing about Maximus is you go out there and you win the crowd, right? Like you got to win the crowd. So, um, it's not, I'm not going to say it's not easy, but it's, it's also, it's kind of, it's right there in front of you. You know, you can't be mad at one aspect or disappointed at one aspect. Um, if you're not doing your part too. So I'm glad that he's putting that on, on the team and the coaches and everything. And again, like, you could tell that he was uh, very, very upset in his presser after the game of Rutgers, and uh, he's very – I mean, even for a week in Albany, when you heard him say, like, we got to handle what we got to handle here, and then we'll worry about Albany. Like – Yeah. That's his – that's where he's at, right, mentality-wise. So that's why I said I feel bad for Albany. Uh, yeah, the defense this, is
2: chomping at the bit to get at Albany.
1: But this is where no we got to figure it. it out. And hopefully after this, this week, then – We'll be able to make a move at the quarterback situation and really figure figure out what's what. Well, definitely. Right now, I feel like the team is split. Even the players are probably split on who they think is the better quarterback and has a better chance of making them win.
2: I would love to be a fly on the wall Mm -hmm. in that locker room, just to buzz around and hear what the hell everybody's saying about
1: conversations outside of the locker room. Yeah. players uh, with like-minded uh
2: but i i think we're gonna have a clearer picture after this game now albeit should be an ass whooping but you know i think we'll have a clearer picture i think we see both quarterbacks i'm gonna see and we're gonna see what they can do and uh definitely though i hate to say it but definitely after after liberty i think we're gonna know what's going on and i think i know which way this is headed and you have to
1: Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I'm uh, not saying you have to know. I'm just saying you have to have it. No, you done have to by have the it end done. Of sure. Going into conference I play.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All right, Joe. So last week, uh, I you picked kicked my butt. Yes, I did. I picked Rutgers 20 to, um, or excuse me, Q's 20 to Rutgers 14, and you had Q's 31 to Rutgers 27. Uh, so obviously, I'm going to take that one. We are for the <laughs> I knew season. You're going to win at halftime. I did too. Uh, <laughs> we are one and one on the season for that so i went first last time joe it is your turn to give me your prediction no you didn't go first yes i did yes Mm, i did
1: i'm pretty sure this is the same thing you pulled last week when you said i went first the first week is it you go first this week
2: i'm gonna go first this week okay but you're going first next week
1: all right we're clear on that can you remember that I know it's back and forth. I mean, you can go back and listen to the podcast. I'm going to
2: have to go back and listen to the last two because I feel like I went first both times.
1: But well, I'm here sorry we are. That you feel like a victim right now. But I'm going to go again.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the mentality. That's okay? okay. I learned it's it from right, watching so, like... TV um, and listening to the news. <laughs> um, so <I'll> Albany <laughs> at Syracuse, I am going to go. I am going to go. I'm gonna go obviously I'm gonna go cues for the win and um, I'm gonna say 38 10 mm. okay this is where you go now <sighs> you now you now you really do have to go because I went so oh by the way Uh, I'll stall for Joe. There was no fans that that hit the exact score, so no shout-outs given. Sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. It's it's your fault, not my fault. Go, show with your Goonies Goonies shirt on, you goon.
1: Hey, Goonies forever. (laughs) So, um...
2: How about that?
1: (laughs) I'm going to go a little bit higher than that. I'm going to go... 48-13
2: 48 13 Okay all right This I mean, it could be, be worse This I I I agree I, I want just it to
1: go lower than you but uh See
2: the so everybody knows because I'm trying to I'm trying not to go too high or low I'm trying to go kind of in the almost in the middle of what I predict my low score my high score would be because it's a difference in both scores added up and then if you get the win minus 5 So you're not even trying score to wins. guess
1: the score you're just trying to I'm win I'm
2: trying to win I'm trying to get the closest to the score. That's what I'm trying to do. You know how hard it is to nail a score, so yeah, you have yes, to have you have to have it's 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 mostly all luck, mostly all luck, yeah. which mostly all luck that translates to n- like ninety three percent luck.
1: You're guessing. seven like percent,
2: dude. It's seven percent skill level to this.
1: You're guessing game flow. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. How many of those
2: forty-eight yes. points does is Garrett Schrader behind?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I feel like we're just gonna run all over him anyway. So
2: it could be the Sean Tucker show.
1: I say Garrett Schrader gets I say he gets one throw and two running.
2: Really? Responsible yeah. for three total? hmm Okay. That's cool. All right, anything uh, else, Joe? Anything else, Joe? So much for a half-hour podcast.
1: Yeah, just hey, stay positive people and uh hopefully yeah. we got to see the moves that we need to help for uh for the future here because again, Tommy going in and throwing five touchdowns for over 250 isn't really going to help.
2: By the way, real quick, too. The frustration that we have not seen in my opinion from Dino Babers I think shows a level of angst and um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Joe, help me out.
1: I mean, it's a, a, it's a, it's a
2: level. I don't know if I'd cause desperation ran through my head, but I'm not sure if that's it. It's just like the, the he's level not
1: there of, yet, but he's heading there. Y- yeah.
2: He's headed down <laughs> he's the desperation road. Desperation, yes. Right. And, and yes. And he's when
1: t- you're desperate, sometimes you, I mean, you make, you make, this decisions outside of your normal self and which I'm waiting just, for,
2: by the way, because I right, well, let's
1: just hope that it's the right one and not the wrong one, because sometimes you sit too long on the wrong decision and sometimes you make the wrong ones. Right. So I don't know. We shall see.
2: Yeah. And we'll, we'll see. Obviously it's going to be an easily different tone, I think after the Albany game and then it's real, then it gets real. There's Liberty's no slouch. And from there it's ACC play. And it gets real. And by the way, opening up ACC play against Florida State at Florida State and Tallahassee, uh, hello.
1: <laughs> no, they just lost to Jacksonville State. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling, human telling human you. I'm
2: telling you. They're Yeah, I understand that. I know. Um, but I don't Maybe know how Notre much Dame's water that. I Notre watched what, what, what they did against Notre Dame. And Maybe
1: Notre Dame's not good.
2: I mean, that's a possibility. It's all a possibility. Notre Dame almost just lost. A, I know.
1: Almost lost to Toledo this week.
2: I know, but that game Only was neutral, Toledo. right? Was that game neutral? No, it wasn't. Was that Florida State? No. Yes. Yeah.
1: What? Well, Florida State. Florida
2: yeah. State and Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, I think it was at Florida State.
2: Yeah. So I remember the spike in the.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Spike in the field. So, um, okay.
1: And yeah, everybody else we played looked good. I mean, NC State. uh, they're the only team I think that really, other than us, lost in the ACC, in, uh in Florida State. Syracuse has got, got a lot 40, of work to so. do.
2: Syracuse yeah. got. They well, got to NC
1: do... State did lose two starting defensive players for the season against Mississippi State. Mm, so that's brutal. Yeah, something to look at. They had a chance to win that game, Mississippi State. That's just that SEC defense, the SEC lines. So how about uh, them Raiders? How
2: about them Raiders? the Raiders, bro? How about the Raiders?
1: I you guys were losing. I woke up, you guys won it overtime. You got to be kidding me. Was... And Darren Waller won my won me my fantasy league. I no, bet he did. Him. I was going against Lamar Jackson.
2: Oof. Were you? Well, he had two fumbles. Yeah, so. no,
1: I, was up, well, I lost, was up 13. Lost two fumbles. I was up 13 fumbles. or 14 going into the, the matchup. So, yeah, I had a little bit of a buffer, but... Uh,
2: Gosh, he's dangerous too, man. Lamar Jackson. Well, he got
1: within like five and then he tried to make that one handed little grab that he dropped, and he even dropped like two in a row there in the end of the second quarter. I'm like, bro, you better tighten up. Yeah. That guy's a beast.
2: Oh, absolutely. You guys look good, man. They did look, look good. good. You know, the um I don't know. That was on...
1: first time the fans in that stadium too, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was packed. I mean, in they uh the defense really held it together which is oh
1: defensive line bro
2: yeah which is what was play. i was worried about so they did a good job lamar jackson's going to get away a couple of times it's gonna happen
1: oh he's definitely going to but your defensive line pretty much held him in check and kind of just controlled him when you play him you want to make him throw you yeah, know he'll make his throws but he'll make his mistakes too you know you don't want him to run we've learned that as syracuse fans
2: yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> hurtling <laughs> dudes and whatnot down at the goal line yeah
1: yeah. Yeah. They still—they're talking about making that a statue at Louisville.
2: Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, it's really annoying. Um, <laughs>
1: but it was a pretty awesome play.
2: It was pretty awesome. It was pretty embarrassing too. But well, we, you the, know, we have ours. Both, we both have things ours. Can be true. You know, the Dungy knee to the chest against Miami. Yeah. Well, we got a couple. That yeah. would probably be mine. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we appreciate everybody for hanging out with us. We really do. If you're still listening, Absolutely. if we, if you're still listening, you're the hardcore of the hardcore, and we love you. We appreciate yeah.
1: it. Um, get the best stuff at the end.
2: Yep. Let's turn out, if we can, at the Dome, folks. That would be awesome. Can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to see what happens to the quarterback know. situation. For Joe, I'm sure
1: we're out. Peace. Heard Beacon Skiff's got a busy schedule. Oh, Saturday.
2: shit.
3: There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard setting BMW.
1: Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW,
3: the ultimate driving machine. Man, that sunset is gorgeous.
0: Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that.